everybody, and welcome back to episode six of the Witcher podcast. I'm your host, Danny Newton, joined as always by my co-host, Derek Rios. How are you today, Derek? I'm okay, Danny. Great. we got a pretty decent episode to talk about today. There's a lot going on in this episode. This is my favorite episode. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty good episode for me. I don't know if it's my favorite, but there's a lot of things in this episode I like. A lot. There's Dargons. There's Dargons. I love Dargons. There's Dargons. I'm not going to say dragons, because we didn't have the budget for dragons. <laughs> that dead dragon. <laughs> oh, that dead dragon looked pretty good over there, but... <laughs> but that moving one looked kind of bad. <laughs> but they're trying. And you know what? Yeah. I will give A plus for the effort. They they tried. I mean, when you got to pay Henry Cavill to get topless i mean that's a lot of the budget and it's worth it this isn't this isn't game of thrones <laughs> whoa 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 i'm sorry we don't speak about that show here yeah that show doesn't exist that show doesn't exist <laughs> this isn't reign of fire this isn't reign of fire you know reign of fire did have good dragons <laughs> what's not braveheart um uh dragon heart dragon heart i love that movie okay. i did love we that should movie. do that movie sometime the cgis don't look that good anymore it's it's got it where it counts yeah yeah just like this episode this episode it made you feel dragons it made you imagine dragons if you will mm. Yeah. Mm. but once you saw them they were quite radioactive <laughs> he said that gold dragons aren't supposed to exist it had to be a mutation so yeah maybe it's some type of mutation because he didn't really look like the green dragon no the green dragon looked more traditional it was just they, didn't the, move the green dragon looked good because it wasn't moving <laughs> anyways we're jumping way ahead there's dragons there's dragons in the <laughs> show spoiler what oh. spoiler alert but you know the main thing of this episode is it finally solves the theory of do dwarves exist yes we can finally confidently say dwarves exist dwarves exist and they are assholes <laughs> I, only one they talks. are drunken I, that's irish assholes <laughs> only one dwarf talks and you know he didn't have pointy ears like the no. other ones do but the other one the the one the black one yeah I think the little he black actually guy has Did he? his they're kind of pointed almost okay. but not quite as pointed as the actual doors we see at the mines okay. so i don't know maybe they're gnomes so uh, well, when i looked it up it said that those are doors in the mines. That's, again, another person's opinion. So Yeah. Well, I mean, watching this, it made me think that, yeah, those were dwarves in the mines. Yeah. But watching this, it also made me think that maybe that wasn't a dwarf in the camp. It was a I have elf. no idea how many magical races exist in this. Actually, most of the ones exist. Like, most, most of the, the traditional races, fantasy yeah. ones. Are there orcs in this show, eventually? I don't think so. I think orc is the one that. So it doesn't exist. go straight Tolkien fantasy. Yeah, it doesn't. Okay. Which orcs were elves, right? So I don't think that's why there's no orcs. Okay, maybe he was a half dunuch. <laughs> <laughs> eh? Eh? That's how you make a joke. <laughs> Fucking imagine dragons. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, but, well, do you want to start with Siri? Yeah, yeah. Let's start again, with Siri. There's not, not a lot going on with Siri in this like, episode, but, but there's some Let's really trend. There's good stuff going on with Siri. There is. Siri's story starts with her being led out of Brooklyn Forest by not Mousak. Yeah, fake Mousak and Dara and Siri are going through the woods 
And they're pretty much just kind of chatting. And Dara's just... I love how she roped Dara into this, by the way, just oh, by yeah. saying, you're, you're mine? <laughs> or you're my family? She doesn't yeah. go alone. Yeah. yeah. I'm really surprised Dara left. I am, I was too. surprised that the Dryas let him leave. Yeah. Because he'd been all juiced up. It was just like, I love life. Yeah, he was on his way to becoming a tree. Yeah, yeah he's told to be a tree, so... Oh. He's just questioning Mousak pretty much. Just yeah. Like, he's asking all the questions that Siri should be asking. Mm-hmm. And he literally tells her this, like... The queen told you to you need to ask the right yeah. questions. So he's he's kind of badgering Mousek a little bit. Siri acts like she's kind of scolding him for it, and then she starts asking questions. Yeah, and she catches him with arthritis thing. And yeah, he, he, I mean, sure, I'm sure you he would knew think that, that he would absorb but, those memories as well if that's yeah. the way his thing works. Maybe it's possible he's absorbed so many people. That it's got to be tough to keep it organized. We got to think. It's probably been hours that they've just been questioning him and yeah. grading him. That at this point he just doesn't care anymore. It's yeah. just like let's fucking get there. A, a child can only ask why so many times. Yeah. Before you want to scream and throw it across uh, the room. Right? Why? 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 Because nothing can't not be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But you must have been homesick and all this crap. And he was like, yeah, I was terribly homesick. Except you hated the place you yeah. come from. You always yeah. said Centra was your home. Yep. And you have arthritis, so you hate the cold. Yep. And you're lying, and then they get in a fight. And Dara, Dara lays some silver on this guy. Yeah, and this just burns him. Yes. That's, I guess that's the Doppler's biggest weakness, is silver. I didn't realize... I know that silver can damage monsters in this world. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that it was like almost a vampire thing where it's yeah. basically sitting there setting his flesh on fire. I mean, honestly, he turns and you see his true form. Yeah. And he pretty much looks like a vampire. Yeah, kind of. He looks like a damn fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like yeah, a Yeah, it looks like a damn fear runaway. They got him on the ropes. They got him beat down just by pressing the silver up against him. And Siri's like, no, kill him. And Dara's Dar- like, doesn't want to kill him. Yeah. Even though I'm, I have no idea why he wouldn't want to just off him. Because he's a good person. I think it actually. I think it was because they needed more information or something. He, no, did, I thought he felt like they needed something else from him. I don't know. Sears pretty much figured out he's not going to give us any information. Yeah, and yeah, just, just kill him. And Dara's like, no, wait. And they kind of fight over the knife a little bit. Dara but, gets knocked you know, out. Yeah, and then Siri runs, just leaves him. Which I was like, oh, God, this thing's just going to eat Dara. Yeah. And turn into him. But it, he doesn't, luckily. Yeah, but we don't know. We know. Because it shows them later. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess it does. Siri runs away. Then Siri gets snatched by random well, soldier and chloroformed. Well, no, that's not Siri, right? So that's what we think. Later on in the end of the episode, it shows Siri running. Yeah. And she gets caught by a soldier. And knocked out Corfum, pretty much. See, yeah. And she wakes it up. convinced me. Yeah, it did. It's that's made way, you, Yeah, that's, it makes you think that. Siri wakes up with Kahir. Yes. And Kahir's pretty much like, yeah. I never intended to hurt you. I just want you to live out your destiny. And we're going to take you to meet the White Flame, which the White Flame is the king mm-hmm. of Nelfgaard. Yeah. Basically, Nelfgaard wants to use her power... As their own personal weapon. Mm-hmm. I'm really interested in later seasons when we're introduced to the King Nelfgaard. Is- the entire time he's going on the spill mm-hmm. and then he's like, well, I brought food. And he turns around and starts preparing or whatever. The shapeshifter yeah, gets turns up out to and be 
Siri. Yeah. Siri is a Doppler. Yeah, Siri and he turns goes back into Kahir. This fight was very disorienting. It was great. It was great because they're you, for you, a you watch it a couple times and you can figure out who's who the whole time. They're, they're talking still. I didn't know if the monster actually got away until yeah, until yeah. he ran. When the commander comes out there in the in the common room, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you're still here. And he slaughters everybody in the room. Yeah. He kills everyone to make sure he's still not there. Yeah. <laughs> that's when I realized, yeah, that is the guy. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> he did get away. And but while he's fighting him, he's going on about, like, you don't really believe this insane prophecy and this, yeah. that, and the other. Right? Even the Doppler's like, you didn't yeah, tell us insane. what she was. Like, yeah, you got all this crazy... Uh, yeah. theories and so, he, he just tries to kill him because he lied to him i'm not quite sure exactly what they believe about her but i'm very interested in finding out mm-hmm. because that is the the crux of their entire cult that's pretty much it for for series stuff though you do see that series tied up in the woods and not murdered by the doppler yeah and dara dara freezer dara and freezer they, and they, they get an argument and dara's like you're the worst you're just like your mother yeah and he leaves and he bells on her yeah, yeah. pieces out which yeah. he should have never left the forest no, to begin with. He <laughs> hopefully he can make it back but yeah i'm sure next season we're just gonna get like a five minute clip of him getting murdered oh yeah probably <laughs> it's like oh no not dara uh and then we get to the good part girl it starts with him, uh, Dandelion, waiting by with a couple merchants, by some uh, roach. Yep. And uh, they're pretty much like, this guy's dead. Let's just steal yeah, his horse and take gonna, his shit. They're going to take his shit and steal his horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just random old guy you assume is some sort of noble or something like that. Steps out onto the path with two warrior women. Like Amazonian warrior yeah. women. Yeah. Straight up like Amazons. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I can't remember what they called them in the city. The, it's Tia and Via. Yeah, but the place they're from actually had a name. Oh, but yeah. it was essentially mm-hmm. Amazonian tribe. <laughs> the guys like, you should put that back. The guys that are stealing his horse and stuff are just like, no, he ain't coming back. You should listen to the bard and put that back. You're gonna make me. You don't have any steel. Yeah, and she's like, I don't need steel, and just. Yeah. Breaks his, breaks well, she, neck. they'd had steel, but he's talking about the old guy yeah. and not the very menacing, scary-looking yeah. fighter women with weapons on them. So she literally <laughs> twists this dude's head around backwards. The other guy is just kind of standing there when uh, Geralt steps out with the monster head, and Dandelion's just like, they, 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 they were trying to steal your stuff, and she, she killed this guy. He's like, well, maybe I should hire them. <laughs> maybe, maybe they should probably, be my traveling companions. Yeah, they're probably much better traveling <laughs> companions. <laughs> the old man introduces himself as yeah. Borch Three Jackdaws. What a name. <laughs> Three Jackdaws. But Three Jackdaws. Borch. So Borch and his companions, Tia and Via. Yes. They go back to the tavern, and he's pretty much pleading this case, Borch's, to Geralt that he wants to hire him to. Go slay a dragon. Which Dandelion's infatuated with these women. Oh, yeah. He's flirting with is, them hard. This is a flavor he's never had in his oh, life. Oh, yeah. He's definitely <laughs> Which you'd think these are very intimidating women. You'd think he'd be like, I'm good. This is some dodgeball stuff. Like, why do you look at me like this? It. Yeah. <laughs> he goes hard on it. Borch says pretty much that the king 
of this area is giving away land to anyone that slays this dragon. Right. Because he's supposed to get married to the neighboring kingdom. Yeah, you're basically going to He doesn't get... want the dragon to fuck up the wedding. Right. He's basically going to give out like a, um, like a serfdom kind of thing. Yeah. Well, well I'm sorry. He's basically going to give a province to the kingdom. Yeah. He's going to make, your you a, make you a nobleman. And make you a nobleman. And you get to keep whatever the dragon's hoarding. Right. Which we never actually see the dragon hoard. Yeah. Well, well the dragon hoard just, well, it's just an act. Yeah, that's, but I don't think this dragon was really hoarding anything. No. No, it's just so. protecting its baby. Geralt's like, no. I'm out. I don't care about this. He doesn't say dragons. I don't kill dragons. They're rare. He's, he's they're, just, they're dying breed. They're There's a dying not many breed. left. Yeah, and, and they're, they're dying off. And it's one of those things where he doesn't consider them to be monsters. We see this a lot with Geralt. We see it later in this episode. Yeah, we see it Yeah, later in this episode, too, where the thing walks out of the bush. He doesn't consider it to be a monster. It's a starving. Yeah. And it's just and like, it's like the Sylvan. He doesn't consider it to be a monster. Yeah, it's mo- most, I, I think it's just like real life. Like, generically, most people are good. Most, right. Like, even these are still intelligent beings, and mm-hmm. most of them are probably good. And right. they're not generically evil until, like, until I mean, they're forced to be. Until they're forced to be, yeah. The same thing with Jin's. He said a Jin yeah. is normally a peaceful being. No, nothing Until happy. They get captured by a nothing wizard, happy lives in captivity. Yeah, yeah. The guy wants Geralt to come on their quest because he's the famous monster hunter. Even if you don't take part in killing the dragon, at least you can help us with the monsters along the way. Because apparently it's supposed to be a very monster littered path. Which I guess they didn't have the budget for because we yeah. literally see one dangly, starving creature. <laughs> we see one starving creature. <laughs> And that's where the budget ended. Yeah. Man, the money they poured into these dragons. <laughs> I, I can understand how they couldn't afford it. Groat's uh, <laughs> like, no, no, not interested. Up until the point that Jennifer walks Jennifer in. walks in back into his life with mm-hmm. her knight, Sir Ike of oh, Dimsley. God. Sir Dipshit. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's great. He's such a fucking tool bag. But he is Every bit the fantasy paladin you envision. Oh, it's every paladin. Yes. Oh, Truth and justice, yep. and I will murder you for jaywalking <laughs> paladin. He is that guy. Oh. He literally wakes up every morning, takes a dump, and says, For Lord and Country. <laughs> so Lord and Country. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's awful. So and then he's like, I'm on board. You're right. I do want to go. <laughs> and and a Danny line up to this point, he was like, "No, we should no, do this. We're out. We should do this. The chicks are hot." And then Jennifer walks in and is like, "Nope, nope, nope. we're nope. fucking out. Good luck." And then the girl's <laughs> like, "We'll do it." And he's just like, "Fuck, dude." Danny line is very afraid of her. He should be. Yes, I would be too. They basically introduce the teams, and we get there's four Yennefer, teams. Yeah, there's four teams. It's Jennifer and Lord Dipshit. It's, it's Borch and Company. Yeah, it's Borch and Company. And we got the it's dwarves. The dwarves that are flamboyant. Flamboyant. Jesus. Like they're not flamboyant. They're great. Like they are way over the top. No. Yeah. Nah. Like they have little person syndrome to hysterical points. Yeah, that's making flamboyant. They do it very flamboyantly. Uh-huh. <laughs> So the doors, which you were introduced to, Yarpin Zergen is the, the leader. The only one that actually gets any speaking lines. <laughs> the rest are just there for looks. He's a lot. He's, he's, a lot he's great. I, I think his character is great. We get actually a little bit of information and background story through yeah, his character. a little bit. A little bit. They the, used to mine these parts and stuff like that, and that mm-hmm. was taken away from them. Yeah. And then the fourth part is the Reavers. 
Yeah. Which is pretty much... Generic bad guys. Yeah. They're the generic bad guy company. They, they've just gone crazy because they've been in space for so long. Yeah. They got to the edge, saw more black, and went all giggity. Yep. Yeah. And now they're want to kill a dragon. Yep. But yeah, it's just, it's just, yeah, pretty much generic bandits that are like, let's go make some money and be a, become a noble. And they are not hiding this at all. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> you would not travel with these guys anywhere. They're going down the trail, and Dandelion is just still. Uh, uh, <laughs> he's still trying to get what, it. He's real, he, he's real persistent. He is persistent, yes. And he's like, I'll go wander through this brush and find you some berries. <laughs> yes. Refreshments or something. And he starts picking berries and he's like, hey, Geralt, there, there's something there's something in the bush. It looks pretty cute at first. And yeah, then it, it stands up and it's, it's like, like, okay. It's kinda... This little cute, horrifying, <laughs> most horrifying thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and, uh, Geralt's just like. Yeah, oh, everybody okay. relax. Everyone relax. Put it's your fine. weapons down. And then, then Ike just plows past the doors, knocking them over, and just I will kill this monster <laughs> for king of country and hacks this thing to oh, pieces. This poor starving monster just decapitates <laughs> it and just hacks at its body. <laughs> like, Jesus, he's he's a fucking saved everyone's life. Yeah, straight powdered. Just like, you're all lucky fucking you're alive still. I saved all of you. I'm a hero. I am the hero here. Bard, go ahead and write some fucking fables (laughs) about this. (laughs) But Uh, yeah, just completely eviscerates this monster and hacks it to pieces, knocks its limbs off. And then later when they're around the campfire, he literally has this monster's head on a pole. And it's just like oozing black blood yeah and he's trying to cook it and he and eats he, it yeah, and he's it's cooking like you it. shouldn't fucking eat this you, it's awful. Yeah. a knight never wastes his kills <laughs> it's like you eat people <laughs> I, I guess so <laughs> jeez man uh and he gets sick and just yeah. starts shitting himself he immediately gets the shit which i love when he uh jennifer's like we want to wait for you in your tent and he's like i would never want to be flowers such a beautiful thing and and Danny like, like, like too late for that. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> shit's fucking uh, been to see sunk. <laughs> She's basically buttering him up with the I can't wait to serve you and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. They're sitting around the campfire and Borch is making fun of Sir Ike. Yes. This is great. Yeah, he's trolling him pretty good. We get a little bit of information from uh, Yarpin, the, the dwarf. Yep. He actually says the land they're getting shite. This land is going to be pointless. All this land that they're getting is yeah. going to be overrun soon. Yeah, as soon as the next ruler comes along, well, changes hands. Nelfgaard is rising in the south. Mm-hmm. And that they're just taking over everything and conquering all these kingdoms. He yep. said he's seen it first. Yeah, he said Nelfgaard is down burning up the south. And, but Jennifer is there and she kind of laughs like, Law, Frangilla has the resources and power to like build up a kingdom. Apparently she does. One of the things is eventually they could take out Sentra, Mira, and everything. They could conquer all of it. Joke's on her. We already know. Yeah. <laughs> the Nelfgaard does conquer Sentra. They're actually just going through conquering all these kingdoms. And the dwarf's like, I've seen it. The rest of the people are just like, that's ah, a joke. Like, that's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they still believe Nelfgaard's just a, a shithole country. We wake up the next morning and... Nice. <laughs> night, dead. Night dipshit is... Yeah. With his throat cut yep. while he's taking his shit. <laughs> yeah. There's no way to die. <laughs> Which Jennifer is instantly just like, fuck. 
Damn it. I need that's, another one. That's the first time she has a Geralt moment where she just grunts and <laughs> fuck. <laughs> While they're at the campfire, this is where Borch mentions maybe if Nelfgaard had a better, stronger mage there, that he would have been able to home in the their rise of power. He obviously knows that Jennifer was supposed to be assigned there. Yeah. He's a wise old man and knows a lot more than he's leading on. Yeah, he ob- he does know a lot. I'll give him that. After the camping scene, they find the knight dead the next morning. And the Ravagers are on up the road. They're kind of following along behind them. And the dwarves are like, hey, we know a secret way around all this. It'll cut half a day off our travel. We'll get ahead of the Reavers. <laughs> we'll get ahead of the Reavers. Not be with these guys that are trying to murder us. Right. Geralt goes on up the road and talks to Yennefer. The fact that she still wants to go... He finds out that he figures she, it out. Yeah, she wants the heart because there's a myth that it has the ability to restore fertility. Right, and Geralt basically tells her, "No, it's impossible. It's a myth." You hear them when they're arguing talk about she just can't get away from him. Right. In the past few months, they just keep running into each other mm-hmm. and getting together every time. Right. One always ends up leaving the other. The store shortcut turns into a small wooden beam ledge across a mountain side. Fuck this shortcut. Oh, oh, it's awful. Dude. But the door's like, man, it's fine. It's a, <laughs> it's a series of steel spikes hammered into the side of a sheer drop that goes down looks like thousands with of feet. Planks. With and two befores laid over it. Yeah. Old rotten two befores. And some chains to hold on yeah, to. Yeah, and there's a chain tacked into the side yeah. of the here and there. Super safe. Follow the guide chain. And the dwarves just, they're out there through it. They don't, they don't care. Because <laughs> of them, that's like a walkway. Yeah. But for a normal sized person. It's barely a ledge. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't do it. Gun to my head, I could not walk across that. Yeah, they're shimmying across this walkway. And of course, of course someone's going to fall. Yeah, Borch falls. Borch and his Amazonian warriors yeah. fall, but they're holding on to the chain. And Grawl grabs the chain and is bracing it against failing walkway. Borch looks at him and is like, you got to let us go. And he's refusing to, so Borch just lets go on his own. After he falls, the warriors let go when they fall as well. One thing I'm, one thing I forgot, is while they're walking, and Dandelion is hitting on him so hard, mm-hmm. he's just like, "Why are you infatuated with him?" And the warrior looks at Dandelion and is like, "Because he's the most beautiful." Yeah, <laughs> he's just an old man. <laughs> he's just well renowned person, and it's an honor for them to be traveling with him. What yeah, they don't. What they don't lead on is that. He's a dragon. Yeah. He just turns into a dragon and catches them and then flies off. Right. So we think we think he's dead, but mm-hmm. the next day we find out that they're not. Yeah. They make it across and mm-hmm. then grow and They camp with the dwarves. That's where Dandelion actually comes up to him after Borch dies. And it's just like, let's just go, dude. Let's just, just go. Yeah. We don't we don't have to do this. You didn't want to do it anyways. We can go down to the coast, we can get some work, plenty of beautiful women. We just go. We don't have to do this. There's no and, one for Dandelion to fuck. He doesn't want to do yeah, he's he's real serious about this. Yeah, like he's serious in a not joking way that it, he's never been before. Mm-hmm. Right? Because even when Unifer wa- first walked in, 
he was still like, nope, out, nope, yeah. we're not doing this. But he was jokingly about it. Now, yeah. after seeing somebody die, after seeing several people die, his heart is out of it mm-hmm. completely. For me, this is where his character completely turned. Yeah, he's, he's a little bit of himself later on in this episode. Whenever they have words, he is this guy again. Where the last episode cemented their friendship, going out of his way to save his life. Mm-hmm. I think this one broke it in a bad way. It's not like the, he's the first time he's ever seen anyone die. Right. It's not. For him, it was different this time. For him to not want the rest of the story, this one was different. I just figured he didn't want to die to a dragon. Well, that too. <laughs> but So, Geralt and Yennefer bang. She gets yeah. a Geralting. She gets a, she gets a Geralting. This is where they talk about how they've been getting together for the past few months over and over and every time like one of them wakes up and leaves the other yes. one's gone and uh they finally it makes it look like oh they're actually gonna get together i loved her tent being an extra dimensional space oh yeah yeah I it's love a lot that. larger yeah it's nice <laughs> as soon as i saw that i just thought that's like a level two spell yep yeah yep <laughs> they wake up yeah and the the doors already took off. Yeah, they're all, yeah. They're so already Jennifer's the upset, so she takes off, and mm-hmm. then Grout chases after, just leaving Daddy lying in the camp asleep. Yep. <laughs> and they catch up with the dwarves, and she freezes them. Yeah, she just time stops them. It's awful. <laughs> it's awful. Runs up into the cave, and you see Borch is there with the chicks. Uh, yeah. Tianvia. Well, they walk into the cave. They see the the dragon dead, mm-hmm. and the egg right there. Then, yeah, Borch, TMV, and walking behind him. Pretty much tells him, like, we heard the dragon's call. She is wounded and dying. And we came in seeking your help because we knew that you wouldn't kill a dragon, but you would help protect us. Yeah. We can't move this egg until it hatches. We just wanted more help to defend ourselves. And then generic bad guys show up. The Reavers show up, yeah. Yeah. And they have their little showdown. This is a good action yeah. sequence. It was, it was pretty good. I mean, you know, you got to love the, I, the scene where Jennifer and Geralt embrace each other and kiss, and he's force pushing a bunch of them out of the cave. See, I thought she Tony Stark Omega beamed in the Captain America shield right there. Mm-hmm. I thought she pushed magic through him to make his repulsor beam stronger. Yeah, it was really interesting. Yeah, it definitely looked stronger than normal. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Yeah, they do this fight scene, but my problem, my only complaint with this fight scene I don't think there was this many Reavers when we started this mission. There was a handful. No, there was like 12. There was? 12. Yeah. Whenever they line but up. But they start crawling out of everywhere. But whenever they line up leaving town, there's actually about a dozen. Okay. So, I mean, they only kill about a dozen. They obviously couldn't afford to really put the dragon in the scene. All he does is oh, God. burn one guy that gets close and just literally kinda, He just stays out of he it. He says, no, I will guard the egg. And he's just. Not we there. can't. It's basically no. We can't afford the animation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he basically just stands there, and when one dude that's already halfway dead starts crawling towards the egg, nope, don't think so. Ah uh, ah uh, uh, not in uh, my house. <laughs> when this dragon talks, it's so awkward because they're doing it telepathy talk. Mm-hmm. You really want to see the dragon his I, lips that, move and talk. A- I don't have an issue with it because I'm used to this. In Irrigan, that's how it works. That's just how dragons talk in that world. I like that. Aesthetically, even in D&D. Dragons physically talk in, in D&D, though. Do they? They can. They can. Most of the time. I think you got to be quite an old dragon before you start doing telepathy. 
Smaug moved his lips when he talked. Smaug looked good. Smog. 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 He was only in it for like five minutes, whatever. Yeah. They needed a little bit more of an animation budget. It's forgivable. If this episode was poorly written, this would have been unforgivable. But because this episode was well written, well acted, well directed, we can forgive animation. Mm-hmm. They kill all the Reavers. Yeah, they kill all the Reavers. The doors run up and like, fuck, we missed the whole fucking thing. <laughs> we didn't get to have any fun. <laughs> they throw down their weapons because they don't want to die like everybody else did. Borscht comes out, hands him dragon teeth. So don't ask Did, questions. Here's some dragon teeth. Yeah. Just get out of here. If this isn't enough for the king, then I will drop a body on yeah. you know, his wedding. His wedding soon <laughs> enough. But yeah, that's, that's basically it. Yennefer and Geralt have their conversation. Borscht is just like, I'm going to save both of y'all a lot of heartache. And basically says, Yennefer, what you want's not possible. You're never going to get back. You're never going to have a and baby. And he looks at Geralt and says, what you want's not possible either. She's never going to stay with you. He says, I can see why you wanted to keep this girl. She realizes that Geralt made a wish. And that's what she believes is yeah. pulling them together. It's just magic and it's all fake. And the, yeah. her feelings, which... Her feelings are, you took my agency away from me. Mm-hmm. Which is her thing throughout all of this. Yeah. Because that's how her story begins. Mm-hmm. Her agency was taken from her. She was taken to the Mages Council, Mages College. She tried to kill herself and was stopped, and even that was taken away from her. That's really a big thing for her. She is super, super pissed at, at him for mm-hmm. the implication that there, he wished this. Which I don't think he does. I believe the way he worded the wish is something like, I wish to save her. Maybe not intentionally binding them together. Maybe that's the intention that the way the djinn made the wish happen, bind them together. Yeah. But either way, I think they truly love each other. Yeah. And hopefully we'll get to see more later. I hope so, too. Girl's all pissed off, and Dandelion walks up, and oh yeah, he yells at Dandelion. He really crushes Dandelion. Yeah. Like, he crushes him bad. He's like, he blames it's basically, him for like every time bad. I'm, every time my life is a sack of shit, you're the one toting it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why? And just goes off on him. Yeah, it's pretty mean. He, and he, he regrets it. You can tell he regrets it. But Dandelion's just like, oh, I'll just go ask other people for the rest of the story since he fucking missed it. But. Mm-hmm. I think this is where they pretty much part ways. Yeah, he really soul crushes him, especially after Dandelion literally just had a heart to heart with him the mm-hmm. night before. Dandelion really feels like that's his friend. And I don't know if Geralt feels that way. Geralt does. He's just not used to attachments. He's been right. alone for a long time. And now it has like so many people coming into his life. Haven't we all? Yeah. <laughs> Borch's true name. Yes. His dragon name. Well, no, that was the monster they killed. <laughs> <laughs> that was the monster they killed. So uh, Borch's name is Valen Trettenmurth. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. Valen <laughs> They didn't threaten myth. The dragon. The, drag- the, the, the dragon. dragon. I love this episode. It's great. There's a lot of joking and making fun of the stupid knight and there's some good action sequences. And I really like this episode. I, I really love the. You see the love just between 
Geralt and Yennefer just yeah. blooming. Yeah. And, and you get, and you get Dandelion kind of at his best. But yeah. Of course it does, right? And I think that's really what makes it so good. But yeah, I I love this episode. I Which did. you say you wanted more songs. Yeah, Danny Line might not be singing songs during the show, but at the end of these last two episodes, they actually have Danny Line like a couple yeah, of ballads by him, and they're, they're pretty do. good. Yeah, I like the ballads really at the end. Episode. Oh, an all strong episode. Yeah, it's great. Thanks, everybody, for joining us as we break down another great episode of The Witcher. If you like what we do, make sure that you hit the thumbs up button down below and subscribe. And tell us what you think in the comments section below. As always, I'm your host, Danny, joined by my co-host, Derek. Bye. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye.